Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. My name is Anthony. And my name is Chris. Hi, Chris. Hello, Anthony. I liked this smile, I think. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, we're back. We've had a bit of a hiatus. It's been a while since we've recorded, and it's been even longer since we've streamed, done yeah. the live show, Took a bit as of a it vacation. were. Took a little break. Uh, I tore down everything at my house. Uh, as people watching can maybe tell that the color of my wall is different. Uh, I got a new desk. So everything was torn apart. I was out of town for work. And then we you were out of town for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I had Thanksgiving at my house, which delayed everything else. So we're we're back up and running. It, uh, it feels weird to be back. <clears throat> if I may, for just a moment, and I apologize for interrupting the flow of our podcast. If I keep looking down, it's because I'm waiting for the results of my uh, COVID-19 test. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Did, yeah. Were you exposed? I don't know. I've just been feeling it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's I've been, been... I've been feeling the symptoms, and so I It's just been going sure. around. I've... Uh, I don't think it ever I've... stopped going around. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> several people... I, I'm now only one person removed from several people who've gotten it. Maybe one removed from people who've gotten it. Uh, the have it, I should say, right now, which is not where I want to be, obviously. Well, it looks like on here that I am at uh, uh, the T has not appeared on my U.S. Oh, I've never seen service. that one. COVID test, yeah. So other than maybe having COVID, how is <laughs> how's everything else, Chris? Uh, it's been going great, man. Just, you know, uh, it's December. Uh, it's a great month for a lot of reasons. Um, I relented early this year. I think I talked about it uh, for my wife's birthday that I would go ahead and put up the Christmas tree, which we did mm. in November on the 20th. Ugh. Which is probably the earliest I think I've ever done that. That's too early. Yeah, and I, 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 I get mad when she wants to do it around Thanksgiving. I can maybe be convinced to do the day after Thanksgiving at the earliest. Nah, it's still still November. Uh, but this year, I was like, eh, I'm going to just fold I'm yeah. gonna pick this. I'm gonna pick this battle. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna save the hill for another for another discussion. I set mine up. I either I think the thirtieth, mm. maybe the first. Uh, I waited till uh, she was not home, and then I did it. <laughs> so I got through the whole Thanksgiving break without having to worry about that tree, and then it st- stood up there for like three or four more days before we decorated it. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah, right decorated there, it over the weekend uh, on Sunday, I guess. So it's only been a couple of days of decoration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, speaking of Christmas, great segue, Chris. We watched good at this. a Christmas movie. We watched the 2022 American Christmas action comedy starring David Harbour as Santa Claus, who fights mercenaries who have taken <laughs> a wealthy you don't have to family read the whole hostage sentence. in their home. Wow. Say the name. Yeah. Violent Night. Yes, Violent Night. We we went and saw this together. We watched it at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was not awkward at all. I went to a theater. Yeah, I, I we're breaking the rules. So our our long time listeners or short time listeners or people who read the description of our podcast are like, wait a minute, Violent Night's not straight to stream. You're right, but it's Christmas, and we gave ourselves a Christmas treat. <laughs> That's how I see it. Yeah, yeah. Ha- you know, have some goodwill. Yeah, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> what the hey? 
<laughs> it's Christmas magic. I, I don't know how it works. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I still don't understand how any of it works. It's great. Uh, let's get some facts out of the way. Uh, this just came out uh, on December 2nd. I think it had a limited release or some sort of uh, festival release prior to that. Probably. Yeah. But it came out December 2nd. We watched it December 2nd. On IMDb, it is sitting at 7.1 out of 10 stars. Uh, and the blurb reads, when a group of mercenaries attack the estate of a wealthy family, Santa Claus must step in to save the day and Christmas. Very accurate. It's actually probably the most accurate blurb we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, uh, breaking, mean... <laughs> breaking it down a little bit further, median score of seven, garnering 26.3% of the votes or ratings on IMDb, uh, followed by eight, and then 10, six, nine. So very well-received, uh, very positive. Over on our least favorite aggregate website, Rotten Tomatoes, it is sitting at 71% fresh based on 153 reviews, 90% audience score. Least favorite? Hmm. Least favorite? Yeah, so I was asking. I was asking. Least favorite? Yeah, oh, it's my least favorite. Yeah. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Uh, The critics' consensus reads, Violent Night isn't as wildly entertaining as its concept might suggest, but for those seeking harder-edged holiday fare, it may be a ho-ho-ho lot of fun. They made me do a pun. (laughs) Metacritic has this thing sitting at 55 which is higher than I anticipated. Uh, The user score of 6.5, which is right about what I anticipated. Uh, And then wrapping up the aggregate scores is letterboxed. And this thing is sitting at a 3.4. Out of five. Out of five. Yeah, that is important. That is the only out of five (laughs) rating. And uh, 92% of Google users like this movie. Nice. 92. Very nice. I I haven't heard a 90 in a while, I feel. Before we go on, yeah, I uh, I, I was uh, I was looking at um, Rotten Tomatoes and, and and I just did that thing and I just kind of glanced to my left. Mm-hmm. There's a movie on here that hasn't been released yet, but it's called Detective Knight with a K mm. colon Redemption. And when I clicked on it, it has oh, Bruce no. Willis on the cover. <laughs> oh and no! So, um, Where to watch is... Apple TV? Bruce Willis stars as Detective James Knight in the second film of the Action Pack trilogy. So there's going to be a third, even though Bruce Willis is no longer acting. So, mm. um, yeah, James Knight, John McClane. Eh. Uh, let's see. Knight finds himself in the middle of a jailbreak led by the Christmas Bomber, a brutal fanatic yeah. whose Santa Claus disciples are terrorizing the city. With the promised return of his badge in exchange for taking out the terrorists, the steely-eyed knight doles out mercy for the just and merciless justice for Paul the Paul Johansson's in this. Uh, it's Lionsgate. That's all you need to know. It's all you need Lionsgate to know. Lionsgate movies have brought me a lot of joy over the years. They have. Watch it. They have. <laughs> all right. Closing down the uh, the aggregate websites here yeah, and sh- kind of shifting gears. Uh, so we've already mentioned this film stars David Harbour as... Santa Claus, jolly old Saint Nick. Uh, it also stars John, I will never pronounce your last name correctly, Leguizamo. 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 I no, did it. Leg? That's what I said, leg. Guizamo. Guizamo. Leguizamo. Yeah. yeah. No, no, so no, no. You, say, right. you say leg and then you say Guizamo. No, there's no space or any sort no, of. No, no, no. I've, I've heard him pronounce it. 
It's his because he's slowing down to like sh- teach you how to pronounce it. That's his no, name. What? That's how he I'm says gonna it. I'm gonna say it all together. Uh, <laughs> he plays the he plays Scrooge. We don't actually get his well. We get his real name I think near the end of the movie. Jimmy, Jimmy something. Uh, but he plays the lead of the mercenaries mentioned in all of the blurbs. Um, we also have Alex Hassel and Alexis Louder playing the mother, the estranged mother and father of young Trudy Lightstone, played by uh, Leah or Lee Brady, uh, who is the cute little girl that calls on Santa to save everybody. And she's on the nice list, so he feels compelled to do so. <laughs> I must uh, obey. <laughs> ran, rounding out some of the uh, the main cast here, the, the rest of the Lightstone clan, this wealthy family, uh, you have Edie Patterson as Alva Lightstone, Beverly D'Angelo is Gertrude Lightstone, the patriarch, matriarch, excuse me, of this family. Get out. Uh, yes. Cam, what is that, Gigantit? Gigande? I don't know. Gigande. There you go. And Alexander Elliott as, <laughs> playing Bert. I love that uh, on the listings, everyone is, is like Trudy Lightstone, Alva Lightstone, Jason Lightstone, Bert. Like we can infer his last, well, maybe we don't know his last name. Maybe he's not a Lightstone. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, there's some other actors in here that play various other characters, most of them the mercenaries or other mercenaries <laughs> that are in this film. Chris. Yes, sir. How did you feel about this film? Well, firstly, it appears that my COVID test has come back negative, so glory. Now I, now I just have a cold, even better. Um, Perfect. Well, we were together less than a week yeah. ago, so I'm really yeah. glad. No, no, <laughs> I, I wasn't being sarcastic. I was saying even better that it's not COVID. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of fun watching this movie uh, for a couple of reasons. One, uh, it's got David Harbor in it. I'm a big, Har- I'm a big David Harbor fan. He's most famous, I think, at this point from the Stranger Things franchise. But he's been in a lot of stuff. He's got a pretty extensive IMDb. Um, actually, was watching something with him the other day in it, uh, The Equalizer. Nice. I forgot he was in Suicide Squad. Like completely forgot he was in Suicide <laughs> Squad. You're reminding me right now. Yeah, he's Dexter Tolliver. I don't even know who that is. I don't know. But he's in it. Do you um, think that it's worth rewatching Suicide Squad to find out? Um, no. The answer is no. Sure, why not? Uh, <laughs> but he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's been in The Simpsons, Extraction, Mad About You for a couple, I think, an episode or two. Um, and then he did the uh, Hellboy remake back in old 2019. Back in old 2019. You forgot Black Widow? I think yeah, it's his yeah. most recent oh yeah that that everyone would know yeah Yeah. i skipped right over it sorry but he's been in he's been in a lot of stuff uh looks like 69 acting credits nice yeah i think what makes this movie a lot of fun is it 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 definitely takes inspiration from the things that it should take inspiration from um if you do watch this movie spoilers in three two one you're pretty much watching the idea for both die hard one and two the only Hmm. difference is instead of john mcclain it's santa claus it's a guy kind of stuck behind enemy lines. He's got no support except for one person that he can talk to on the radio. And then he proceeds to beat up a bunch of European terrorists. So, I mean, eh, it kind of yeah. works out. And yeah. in the second, in the second part there, you know, um, also spoilers in three, two, one, <laughs> what appear to be, you know, military slash ex military, some, you know, it's private military corporation. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. a PMC shows up and then they betray everybody. So definitely some, Die Hard 2 there. But, I mean, there are also some, there's some Home Alone influence, which is great. And just kind of your standard fare when it comes to uh, an action movie made in the, the 2020s, which is 
not a whole lot of jump cuts. There are some. It's it's mm-hmm. not like he. It's not like a Taken film where they film it from oh. fourteen different angles because it's not a know. Christopher Nolan joint. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, hey man, you know Liam Neeson's old. He can't be hopping fences and stuff, chasing down people with that bad back. No, it's it's a lot of like intense camera on camera. Not so not to the extent of John Wick, but I'd certainly say it's a most of the action sequences were pretty. They were filmed pretty well. Um, David Harbour's stunt double really put it in uh, put in work for this one. I thought the makeup was great. Costuming's pretty fun. I thought camera work is good. I think for the most part, all of the actors do a really good job. I think there's very few places that I would even really think about replacing anybody. I don't. I can't think of a single one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I mean, like, I mean, it's it's around the edges, like you know, extras and side characters oh, and stuff whatever. like that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think for the most part, I had a lot of fun. It's an hour and 41 minutes, and it didn't feel like an hour and 41 minutes. It's one of the rare instances where I want... I'm sorry, an hour and 52 minutes. It's one of the rare instances where I actually wanted more. Like, I wanted more movie. How about you? I love this film. It was a joy to watch. It, I, seeing it in the theater was, was a lot of fun. I'm glad I went and saw it in the theater. Glad we didn't put this off. It It's that type of action movie that elicits a reaction from the audience. I laughed. I reeled back in disgust and and just like <laughs> some of the, the visceral uh, violence, but mostly I laughed. The movie's hilarious. has all It has the right amount of one liners. It has the right amount of over the top action. It has a redemption arc for its main character, which is <laughs> yeah. Out of all things, out of all things, <laughs> it takes references like it. Like you mentioned, it takes. Uh, I don't know. It kind of pays homage. To the yeah. Die Hard, uh, it pays. There's a scene where it pays homage to Home Alone, uh, movies that it references uh, as existing. I, I did like the uh, the implication that Santa Claus knew what Die Hard was, no idea what Home Alone is, no clue. <laughs> like, like he doesn't watch children's sci- uh, Christmas movies, but he has seen Die Hard. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes, makes sense. sense. And you you didn't mention that John uh, Leguiz. Gosh, I almost did it. Leg Guizamo. There you go. Yeah. Was in Die Hard 2 and then in this. He was in Die Hard 2. Yeah. 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 That makes yeah, sense. There's a, there's a Stranger Things reference just offhand. He's he's talking to Santa Claus on the radio and doesn't believe it's actually Santa Claus because why would you? He's like, what are you, some <laughs> small town cop with five kids? I was like, oh, okay. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. No, this is a great action flick. I think that the IMDb rating of 7.1 is probably about right. Um, personally, for me, it's an eight and a half. It's, it's hmm. solid. I, I just, I understand a lot of people are going to have issues with the premise that, that it's Santa Claus. And then there's going to be yeah. people on the other end that are like, why is Santa Claus so drunk? Why is he so down and out? He's supposed to be Santa Claus. Like, that's the, which is, of course, the whole point of the movie. Right. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, this particular episode, uh, while this movie's still in theater, I urge you to go check it out. Take some of your friends, go watch it in the theater. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this in the future, wherever it's streaming or however you acquire movies, definitely recommend it. I. How did you How did you feel about Trudy Lightstone? Really, how did you feel about the actress Leah Brady and her performance? We've had a tumultuous. <laughs> past when it comes to (laughs) child actors we yes Um, no no i I have i have always been up front 
and clear with how I feel about child actors is it's it's you cannot properly criticize a child actor without like all the disclaimers. Oh sure. Usually being that most of the time the movie's bad, right? Like yeah. it's it's usually a good yeah. cop out is to say, "Oh, the kid wasn't great because the movie wasn't great." But that's not necessarily true. Sometimes they're just bad actors. <laughs> Deal with it. Young Leah Brady, I think did a pretty good job. I think she she balanced the idea of like I'm innocent, like I'm good, right? But yeah. when you but even the best people when placed into an extreme situation, you know, and she even says it herself, like, you know, you used to do all those bad things. Well, maybe you should do the bad things for good. And I think that that worked out really well. The parts of this movie that are quote unquote not good, um, the script is not one of them. I think the script was really great from concept to like film. Well, I, I guess the term is concept to can is I think everything really works. Uh, and Leah is not one of the weak points of this movie. I'll say that. I liked her performance quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole movie would fall apart with a weak performance from the little girl who's in mm-hmm. trouble, who's inspiring Santa Claus to reevaluate several things about his life <laughs> and what he wants to do with it. I know I baited you with the, uh, the child acting thing, but no, I thought she did fantastic. I think that casting is probably the best casting, maybe seconds of David Arbor himself uh, for this film. There are a couple of repeat performances in this film. Uh, so this film was directed by T- Tommy Workola, who has directed mostly not good things. Yep. Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, Dead Snow, Dead Snow 2, Red vs. Dead, What Happened to Monday, which is something we reviewed. So this is a repeat from him. And What Happened to Monday, as much as I didn't care for it, I don't. Rem- I actually don't remember how you liked or just didn't like the movie. But as much as I didn't care for that, as much as I didn't care for that movie, it was at the very least entertaining and well-directed. I thought it was very well shot. I just had a lot of issues with the premise and it kind of was a little slow, um, but that's that's a repeat. The head of the kill squad that shows up near the end of the movie or in the third act, Mike Dopid, who has been in way too many movies with the word Christmas in the title, by the way. You should look through and look for Christmas. He's been in two Christmas movies this year, including this one. He's working, baby. He's he's doing it. Uh, he was the lead actor, uh, played the lead character, Nash, in 2047, Virtual yeah. Revolution, which is a film yeah. we both really liked, a cyberpunk kind of noir, yeah. virtual reality yeah. thing. Uh, really good, actually. Uh, for, for the lower budget films we've watched, I think that one is solidly in the upper half, upper echelon, yeah. as it yeah. were. Blade Jogger, yeah. Yes, Blade Jogger, yeah. We've already mentioned John L., uh, who was in Die Hard. Uh, as far as the rest of these actors, who did you want to talk about next? No one's really popping out to me. We can we can deep dive Beverly D'Angelo if you like. <laughs> uh, no, um, shout out to Brendan Fletcher. Close, but no cigar. No, uh, Alexis Lauder was in, a, she's been in a bunch of stuff, but she was, she's been in Cop Shop, which is a movie that I think that you and I are probably going to watch off pod because I don't think it's science fiction. She's also in a movie called Scorekeeper, which if you just look at that, it looks like it's, like there's a, like I I don't know if this is a Star Wars fan film, but it looks a lot like a Star Wars fan film. There's a Trandoshan on the cover. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. uh, It's a, um, and there's, and then there's a picture of um, what appears to be Boba Fett and Darth Vader. 
Yeah, I don't know. Send me that. I don't that. know what's going on there. Send me that. <laughs> Hold on one sec. Uh, Discord. But I think the the only the only person that I'm going to bring out here for cameo corner, which uh, which I am bringing it back for this particular moment. A couple people. One, John B. Lowe, Pub Santa. Mm. 90 credits has also been in a lot of Christmas movies. I assume because he looks like because he Claus. looks like Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I can see that. But yeah, no. But he he's been in a bunch of stuff. And then Mitra Suri, who played Candy Cane, is a stunt performer. Like thirty nine credits in stunts. Peacemaker, oh, okay. The Boys, uh, Day of the Dead, Turner and Hooch, Supergirl. Oh, so like, stuff I've seen for sure. Yeah, Batwoman. She's just been in a bunch of stuff. So shout out to her. And then um, my last. Last, last. Oh yeah, she was also in the order as a housekeeper. Hmm. Fun, nice. But uh, the last person on here that I want to talk about, Cam Gigadent, Gigandet. Yes. Not so much cameo corner. I've already ended that segment. He played James in the Twilight movie. <laughs> no, and I don't. Even, whole, I don't recall. The, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, we were watching the movie. I was like, man, that guy looks really, really familiar. I just can't put my finger on it. And then. As soon as, as as soon as I realized he was in Twilight, I was like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." So is that it? That's it. Yeah. You just know him from Twilight. Yeah, I mean, he was also in Priest as a, a guy named Hicks. I don't know if you ever seen that? No, I'm looking through his filmography. Oh, he was yeah. in Without Remorse. I think that's that's where I would have seen him there. I liked that movie. Yeah. I mean, he's just he's been in some stuff, but nothing really that I've seen besides um Twilight. So and now. Violet Night. This yeah. is the third best Christmas movie I think I've ever seen. Third best. Okay, that's an interesting uh, segue yeah. you just you just gave me there. What are the top two? No. No? Not going <laughs> to give gonna them to me? You. No. I'm not putting it on wax for the internet to be mad at me for. Fair enough. I think this is this is probably my top three Christmas movies as well. In no particular order. It'd be, of course, Violent Night, because I've already mentioned it. Die Hard. I'll Die on That Hill. And uh, Office Christmas Party. Office Christmas Party? I don't think yeah. I've ever heard of that. Yeah, you should watch it. It's fantastic. I'm sure it has horrible reviews. Cool. Yeah, it's got Jason Bateman in it. Oh, I see. Yes. TJ Miller it. before, you know, in ha- and in worse times. I can't I can never tell with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah, no, it's pretty good. Uh Jennifer Aniston. There's a bunch of little cameos uh in this film. It's nice. Fair enough. Pretty funny. I don't think I have another question for you. I had I, I, I had on my list. You don't want to engage on the Christmas discussion. So this is kind of where we're at, man. We're we're kind of just raving about this film. Like normally when we watch movies, there's there's something unique or not unique, but uh, it's a B movie that does something really good or it does something really bad, and that gives us something to talk about. But this movie delivers on its premise. It it, it makes a promise and it keeps it. This is what I, I want to talk about Christmas movies. Okay. Specifically Santa Claus movies. We talked about this a little bit when we were leaving the theater. Are all Santa Clauses canon? Yes. The idea behind Santa Claus is that one man can visit everyone on earth who celebrates Christmas in the span of a single night. After watching this movie, I contend that all Santa Clauses are independent Santa Clauses and operate as such independent Santa Clauses within their own cell. Now they all go back to the North Pole and they all have the elves, but they all do different things, right? Now, obviously they can't show us that in the other Santa Claus movies, but my theory presupposes that Tim Allen's Santa Claus 
Mm-hmm. David Harvest Santa Claus, the guy who played Santa Claus in uh, Miracle on 34th Street, <laughs> and all other all other Santa Clauses that actually are Santa Claus. All these movies take place in the same shared universe. Okay. And uh, I'm well, going to call it. Sorry, before you go any further, uh, what about the claymation movies? No, those are total fiction. Come on, man, it's not real. They mentioned uh, David Harbour mentioned Rudolph. <laughs> Well, I mean, but Rudolph has also been in other. He's been in movies. He was an elf. Ah, oh, elf. So is elf um, part of this shared universe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ed Asner is Santa in that movie. No, yeah, no, that's what I contend, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna uh, I'm debuting it here on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast, the Santa Cinematic Universe, mm. the SCU. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my idea. That's my theory. That's your theory. It just makes sense. There's no other way. That one person can visit everyone on Earth who celebrates Christmas. Like even if, like even if, like even if it takes five seconds, landing on a house, popping off into the fireplace, dropping off the gifts, and shooting back up that chimney. There's no way one person can do it. You, even with Christmas magic, we really don't understand Christmas magic. We really don't <laughs> understand how it works. So I don't think you can say that. I think they could all be the same Santa Claus. Well. So in this Santa Claus movie, um, <laughs> our Santa Claus is apparently uh, 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 he looks Are we like a Viking. It? Yeah, I said spoilers already. I said right, spoilers, spoilers twice. Spoilers. Um, he he says that he's been Santa Claus for over eleven hundred years, which would definitely put him well right around the Viking slash like when were the when I thought he said Visigoths? he'd been alive for eleven hundred years, not necessarily that he'd been Santa Claus, but I might be wrong. That's what I mean. He's been around for 1,100 years. Uh, the Visigoths, um, 376 AD. So I guess it's too out of reach for them. Yeah, fourth, sixth century. So I assume he's a Viking. Yeah, yeah, of course. He was a killer, uh, and he had a, a, a he had a sledgehammer that was skull crusher. Did I get that one right? Skull you did on skull one? crusher. Yeah, and so. He did a lot of bad stuff, and we don't know why, but for some reason, he became Santa Claus. So maybe he found the suit, right? Like he was killing people, and then he oh, just... Oh, like, kind of like Santa Claus? Like he accidentally yeah, yeah. killed Santa Claus. Right. I mean, like like Tim Allen did, and he took the suit, and yeah. here he is. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Tim Allen killed Santa Claus. He called his name, and the guy slipped and fell off his roof. That's not That's not manslaughter. I wouldn't even say you could hold him liable for his death. What was he doing I mean, on he the would roof get, without any safety equipment? I'm just saying. Uh, we're talking about the wrong film now. <laughs> we're talking about the wrong Santa Claus. I I, I think that um, you know I, I'll I'll take your premise, your idea that all of these Santa Clauses coexist. I'm going to reject it, but uh, I appreciate the time you put into it. I do. I really do. To answer your question about my top three Santa, uh, Christmas movies, it's definitely Home Alone 1 uh-huh. as one, and then Elf 2, and then this movie. Okay. So, yeah. Not bad. Yeah. I, like, I'm one of those few people that are like, I, I don't necessarily agree that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and the only reason why I say that is because it didn't come out during Christmas time. Sure. It's my only, well. That's my only real argument against it. However, I, I don't begrudge people who do call it a Christmas movie because mm-hmm. I mean it had pardon the pun it has all the hallmarks of a Christmas <laughs> movie right yeah uh, it's got the Christmas lights Santa Claus I watch it every Christmas yeah it's a Christmas movie 
easy enough. Also, I really enjoy the reaction from other people that disagree with me when I say it's a Christmas movie. It makes me happy to upset them. It really I mean, does. It's kind, of, it's kind of a, I mean, I get it. I totally get it. But I just, I, I don't necessarily agree. A big point of contention in the in, in this household, actually. Um, oh, like, so it's, it's, it's not going to cause a marital, but it's definitely, don't get me wrong. I'll watch Die Hard on Valentine's Day. I'll watch it on the 4th of July because America, you know, sure. I'll watch it on my birthday. I'll watch it on Thanksgiving. I'll watch it Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, day before Christmas, day after Christmas. I don't care. So when the wife's like, it's, it's, uh, it's December 2nd, let's watch Die Hard. I'm like, hell yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> but fair enough. I'm down. I'm you way can disagree too down. and still enjoy yeah. it. Look at that. Yeah. I, I mean, is well it, adjusted. Isn't uh, I think Die Hard 2 is more of a Christmas movie, yeah? Yeah, but it's not nearly as good. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, two years later, on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. The writer, the writers of this film also wrote Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> well, that was well received, wasn't it? I think. And Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Don't know about the second one. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Box 1.0. Ah. <sighs> Gamebox 1.0 is a 2004 film about a video game that traps the player inside while playing. Jumanji? No, Gamebox 1.0. Yeah, you just just described the new Jumanji films. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Oh, yeah. So um, are you aware of a movie called Fat Man? No. So there is a movie. It came out in 2020. It is an action-adventure comedy called Fat Man. So we should say in Violent Night, the tagline is, you better watch out. In oh, Fat Man, no. the tagline is, tis the season to get even. A rowdy, unorthodox Santa Claus is fighting to save his declining business. Meanwhile, Billy, a neglected and precocious 12-year-old, hires a hitman to kill Santa after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. Yep, Mel Gibson as the titular Fat Man, a.k.a. I mean, it's probably why Santa I, Claus. It's, it's probably why I've never heard of it. I think it got stuck in that kind of, oh, we have to, re- we can't release it in theaters. It didn't make any money. Um, it's got a 5.9 on IMDb, so it's not horrible. Hmm. It is. It does have Mel Gibson in it, which is a choice you make when you're making a film, is you cast <laughs> Mel Gibson. I mean, like, yeah. it, it, if you want... He's billed as just Chris with a C. <laughs> Bringing down the collective Chris's on that one. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, like it's just it's one of those things. Like if you want your if you want your movie to do well, like see if you can get him to direct it, right? <laughs> like I Fair mean, he's, he's a fantastic director, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Other than the Beaver, like I don't think there's a movie that he was in that came out in the past twenty years that people even remotely praise. So, like twenty which, years, huh? That's the uh, that's the challenge you've given me. I like how you conveniently left out all of his best films um let's see last 20 years oh he, he plays a character. no I, I just mean let's that's see. when that's when all his controversies really started oh sure sure sure. you know what i mean sure, like that's sure, when sure. his his career kind of like no he was in the expendables yeah franchise yeah the beaver edge of darkness 2010 me and you mm-hmm. we both we loved that film we and he yep. was a really he was really good at it it was really it's good. Absolutely. It. it was a great movie. Yeah, fantastic. But I don't think most people would know. And if they did know about that, they would probably think we were talking about the original television show and not that. Lethal Weapon 4 came out in 1998. Yeah, I guess that's it. The Patriot 2000. Yep, just just outside. 2002, We Were Soldiers. So for a few more weeks, 
<laughs> For but yeah, I mean, but weeks, like, yeah. I mean, Ap- Apocalyptica, Passion of the Christ, Hacksaw Ridge, like he's just done, like, he's a great director. I mean, I don't know how to say. Yeah. I don't know. No, absolutely. Anyways, no, I just thought it was interesting that this movie just a few years ago with the same, it looks like it's executed completely differently. And sure. he's much more of a gray character. But the idea of like a, of like a violent Santa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. not a horror film. Yeah. The only other movie that I can really think of that has any sort of like violence, and I'm doing the T-Rex fingers for that one, listeners, is probably Scrooged. And most of the violence in that movie comes towards the end when Bobcat Goldplate takes a double barrel shotgun to an office building, which, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. that scene couldn't be done these days, uh, definitely. Like he's just walking around singing um, Santa Claus is coming to down while trying to kill Bill Murray with a shotgun, so... Oh, yeah, but who hasn't tried to kill Bill Murray with a shotgun? I mean, I haven't. Yeah. I've never even met Bill Murray. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, if you find him. <laughs> I uh, There's another Christmas, rated R Christmas film coming up as well that does not have Santa Claus in it. Or if it does, they, it it's well hidden. Um, but the mean one, which is- Oh, a, it's supposed oh, to be the Grinchy the Grinch. Grinch. Yeah, yeah the, your mean one, Mr. Grinch. Uh, in a sleepy mountain town, Cindy has her parents murdered and her Christmas stolen by a bloodthirsty green, green figure in a red Santa suit, the mean one. But when the ravenous, Christmas-hating creature begins to terrorize the town and threatens to ruin the holiday, she finds a new purpose, trapping and killing the monster. You're yeah, a mean one. Played by Crystal Martin, uh, the Cindy, not the mean one. Most well-known for probably... Do-do-do. Yeah. Yeah, some stunt double work. Yeah. The main one is played by David Howard Thornton. Let's see. It's got Amy Schumacher in it. I'm looking through these names. Nothing's really popping out at me. So, uh, yeah. Back to uh, Final There's Mac for just a second. Andrew Foltz playing Dick Santa 2. Edie Patterson, who played Alva Steele's Lightstone. Born in Texas City, Texas. Texas City, Texas. The most Texas city in all of Texas. Yeah. The only thing, the only, I, I know two things about Texas City. And both of them I learned while driving by it when I was 10 years old. One, it's terrible. And two, <laughs> in 1947, it blew up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I know about Texas City, Texas. Very nice. Well, it's just, it's interesting. Like, I like the idea of a rated R Christmas film. We're talking about these horror films. There's some others you can look up. We talked about Fat Man. But I, I, what I really like about this one in particular that's not a comedy, I guess, is that it tries and I, I think succeeds in staying true to who Santa Claus is. Like they expanded on it a little bit, but it's still Christmas. It has a feel good family get together plot on top of everything else. It doesn't completely throw normal Christmas stuff astray. Yeah. Like when they throw his bag into the fire. Yeah. And he's like, you just destroyed the hopes of millions of kids. <laughs> yeah. That was made from the dreams of little children or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like it's it's all about like especially in Hollywood these days, and I mean we're amateur film critics at best. Speak for yourself. Yeah, that's why I said at best. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair. When when it comes down to it, like I mean they're just gonna they just remake movies. It's all they do, right? Like every single one of them, like you know, I've, I've talked about the Marvel formula where, you know, it's the same story. You just swap out the characters and it's kind of the same thing. And all they, they always end in daddy issues in a big CGI monster fight. It's all how it yeah. works. Yeah. 
like, even the mean one like i mean technically that's a remake of you know how the grinch stole christmas they're coming out with that that pooh bear movie which turns pooh bear into a crazy killer which is cool i mean we're all, gonna review all, that right like yeah why not like that's what i'm saying like um, i'm all in on hollywood um I, I don't know at what point it, it, it probably happened during the pandemic where they just figured out that the reason why we go to the movies isn't because the the movie hmm. right like because a lot of bad movies get released in theater and they still make money you go sure. to the movies because it's something to do right you go out with your friends you sit in a dark room and you can't talk to anybody for like an hour and a half, which is kind of weird in and of itself. But uh, what they finally figured out is like, hey, we need to make movies that are going to make people go. Because, you know, what what's going to stop someone from just watching The Office for the 10th time, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, you're like, hey, you know, we could watch this new movie or we could watch Friends. Is the new movie any good? I have no idea, but we've seen Friends a bunch of times. Oh, cool. We'll just watch Friends. What's the What's going to make me stop on your movie? Instead of watching another episode of Next Gen or watching Wrath of Khan again for the 700th time. And the way to do that is to make Santa Claus a freaking Viking. <laughs> yeah. I think the part that, like, when I really finally realized exactly what was going on is when he's about to fight that dude in the basement. Or, not, I'm sorry, not in the basement, but in, the, in that guest bedroom. Mm. And he's like, you don't mm-hmm. want to do this. And he just kicks the crap out of him, you know? Uh, no, I thought it was a, a great attempt I hope to see the sequel. You, you think know? they're going to do a sequel? Why not, man? I don't know. It loses a bit of its charm, you know? Even though you go into the movie knowing kind of what to expect, I think if you go in a second time... Maybe it's... The, I don't know. Maybe it's a prequel. A prequel. Yeah. Maybe we can get a spinoff like with other well, like fictional characters. David Harbour as the Viking and how mm. he becomes Santa Claus. Oh, I'd watch that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd watch Yule that. Yuletide fear. Yuletide. That's what we should do. That's what, that's what we should just like. We should just workshop yeah. um, Christmas songs and make them violent or deadly. Sure, mm. sure. Jingle Hell. One of my favorite bands, uh, Psycho Stick. They release Christmas songs. They have a, a, a Christmas EP. Uh, but one of the songs in the EP is Red Snow. And it's about uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and how they keep picking on him so much. And he just decides to murder them all. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, they don't want to play his reindeer games. Yeah, yeah right after their their screamo version of Silent Night. Uh, <laughs> it's a good album. Uh, I will, I'm going to start listening to it. It's that time of year. Hmm. Uh, any uh, idiot of the movie? It's got to be John Leguizamo. Scrooge. Yeah, yeah Scrooge. Like, I mean, <sighs> am I going to begrudge a guy who is planning on stealing what five, three hundred million, three hundred million dollars that was a, that was already stolen from the U.S. government by a bunch of wealthy people? Hell no, John. Do it again. <laughs> keep doing it until it works out. Keep doing it until it works out. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. sure. I, I guess like I, you say that, but he was going to kill that whole family. You know that. It's not my problem. <laughs> oh, yeah, kids included. Cause they, like he sh- like that was the thing. Hey, like man. right from the get go, they were like, "Hey, here's our faces," and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, they're they're going to kill all these people." Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? Not my problem. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> they're, if they're gonna die, they're gonna die. They're gonna die rich, and they're gonna be put in the dirt just like me. No, it's gotta be. It's gotta be Scrooge. Yeah. One for the reasons why you've already stated. He shows his face, which is kind of a stupid move. Regardless. I guess with three hundred million, you could show your face to whomever and still get away. But I, I don't know. I guess, man. You, you you know who didn't get away with three hundred million dollars? Hans Gruber. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think which hurt worse, falling off the top the top of that tower or getting uh, killed the way Scrooge did? That's something I don't want to spoil. Oh, um, which you see uh, coming. Like <laughs> I think, like it's not so much like which one would hurt more as to which one I wouldn't want. Oh, I, I would. Wouldn't I wouldn't want to fall not, off a building? Yeah, I would not want to fall. I'm like I already don't enjoy heights. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily because of the height, but what the height will do to me when I hit the ground. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, Hans Gruber is the way I would not want to go. Yeah. yeah. At least at least the way Scrooge goes, maybe like that. Yeah. He, <laughs> I don't know. He's, his screams are pretty... Uh, yeah. I still remember them. It's been a few days. <laughs> I still few hear days. them in my I, sleep. I have to agree. I think Scrooge is the only choice for idiot of the movie. I mean... Maybe Bert, you, but like it's hard to be not an idiot when you have the adults in his life yeah. that we I see. Mean, you could make a solid argument that Morgan Steele, the actor, is the like he's the idiot of the movie. You you could make an argument because he does get himself killed, which is part of the criteria. But mm-hmm, he does it mm-hmm. after like performing what I think is like one of the most badass things that I've seen a, a quote unquote civilian do in an action movie, which he straight up soul kicks. <laughs> Homeboy. <laughs> Uh, Krampus, like he does, like he's, yeah. he, he's like, this is Christmas. And he just kicks him straight in the chest and then just bails, jumps bails. out the window. Immediately gets help. Yeah. Yeah. Great one-liner from Beverly D'Angelo, John claude Van Dumbass Dumb- Dumb- just left us high and dry or abandoned us, whatever she says. Uh, and then he runs out and gets uh, shot in the chest. Might be him. <laughs> it might be him. So It's very good. Yeah. I'm still going to stick with Scrooge. This whole yeah. thing's his fault. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to talk about Kelsey Grammer? Uh, I mean, unless he, like, he can't be David Harbour. No. Right? He can't be Santa He's got to be the other Santa at the bar at the beginning, right? Or maybe even a third one. I got it. I got it. Okay. The security guard. The gate guard. That gets shot it, in the head? <laughs> yeah. If it, like, the fact that it, first of all, the fact that it wasn't Reginald Vell Johnson really upsets me on a personal level. Like the fact that they couldn't get him for this movie. Like, what's he doing, right? Let's look him up yeah. right now. Reginald Bill Johnson, 2022. Nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he is going to be in a movie called Easter. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, that apparently has something to do with Bruce Willis. I guess it used to. I don't know. It's not important. It's definitely not important. No, uh, I mean, like, it's either, he's either the security guard at the gate. I mean, like, I th- think you might be right. I think he's probably the sand at the bar. I think he's probably the sand at the bar. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, unless, I, I mean, unless he would be like the head elf or something. <laughs> he shows like, he up. Shows up he shows up with other elves. Like, yeah. and they're they're not even like little short elves. They're just other Viking warriors that just became <laughs> elves for some reason. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's good. Awesome. Well, if you've seen Violent Night or if you have suggestions for other awesome Christmas movies for us to watch, let us know what you think. You can email us at uh, sci-fiwiseguys at gmail.com. You can hit us up on social media for as long as it exists at sci-fiwiseguys. <laughs> you can also join our Discord, follow us on Twitch. Uh, we're the only people out there calling themselves sci-fi wise guys. Uh, you got to pick names that are unique that people remember. Not necessarily good ones. <laughs> uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, we appreciate if you liked, shared, 
click the little follow button and the whole heart, whatever it is on your podcatcher of choice to show your support and get notified when we release new episodes. Uh, we've got uh, season two here for a few more months. Got some good things brewing, I think, for season three starting early next year. Next week in podcast time, tomorrow in live stream time, we'll be discussing the pilot episode for the new Netflix series, Wednesday. Uh, which is based on uh, Wednesday Adams from the Adams family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. I haven't actually watched it yet. I was gonna, I was gonna wait till after this, so I'll be watching that tonight. Pretty eager. Freshly released, November 23rd. Nice. So oh. fairly new. We're kind of close to being on the cusp of the zeitgeist. <laughs> I mean, it did come out like right before Turkey Day. So Dude, that's that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. And. uh better watch out you you better not cry (laughs) thanks guys bye he's my dump buddy He would just random. He would used to just randomly text me when he was pooping. Oh, really? In the hopes that I was also pooping at the same time. <laughs> Did it ever happen? Oh yeah, no, all the time. Yeah, nice. I'm nice. on a schedule. I really am. Nice. First thing in the morning, right around one o'clock in the afternoon. So nice. I wish. I wish. <laughs> <laughs>